2: See, si, senor. I would like the pollo ranchero, por favor. am
0: just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right, welcome to the latest edition of
2: the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Too much America.
1: Just no. Just add the A. No.
2: <laughs> um, well, I mean, I guess he can.
0: I kind of felt like I kind of slurred it together.
1: Dave read my mind. America. Oh. Because of the intro I have planned for this podcast. Oh, oh well, there we go. My message is, we come in peace. I'm delivering this message specifically to the British listeners of our podcast. We are FPL America, or America, as Dave uh, has already informed you. I thought I
0: meant to throw an a in there, but maybe uh, I didn't, Brian.
1: It got swallowed. It got swallowed a little bit. Yeah. But I'm I'm letting our British listeners specifically know that we come in peace because it's a it's a tense week. For America-British oh, relations, yeah, very true. Now listen, this is the only true. time I say
0: that this is come. No, the walls have come crashing down.
1: This is not a Meghan and Harry podcast. Oh, okay. No, this oh. is a
0: Scotch. The tariffs have got lifted. Do you not know this? For four months, the tariffs on British Scotch and/or whiskey coming into this country have gotten, for whatever reason, a bereavement for four months. I swear my life, is that what you're bringing up?
1: No, I was going to make a minute. I was Brian Shesko. You were talking about Meghan, <laughs>
2: Prince Harry, and Meghan Markle. That's what he's getting at. That's to. what I'm talking but about. But what you're talking about probably it, it matters more to the, I, to the reality of real people. Like those listening to this podcast. Right? Well, right. Really? I thought there's right. no
0: way that Scott would ever actually bring up Meghan and Harry. Right,
2: real reality, <laughs> it matters way more that there's something that has to do with Scotch. So go on. What were you? What were you saying? I'm just saying, Johnny
0: Walker, going to be a little bit cheaper at the liquor stores.
2: Hey, Johnny Walker Blue. If you can get it for less than what it is already, if it's on your shelf, I mean, first of all, congratulations. Second of all, that's worth. That might be worth a. Uh, that's worth a, a shot. Look, whenever you get a, an extra dollar or two, a, ton a shot
0: of of Irish and or uh, scotches that are they're imported into this country, and again. I don't remember sp- the Not Irish
2: whiskeys, Scottish scotches. For four <laughs>
0: sure. Okay. <laughs> I knew what I was saying. <laughs> all right. <Okay>. All right. <laughs> for, for the next four months, for whatever reason, I don't know. It's gonna be cheaper. Which
2: we all should drink to that. David here, Costanza here. Smith with your <laughs> Scotch
0: <right>. tariff
1: <laughs> update. What are we doing tonight? We're it's gonna so talk right. about <laughs> we're gonna talk about game week twenty seven oh, that just yes. ended. In the Premier League and in our FPL lineups.
2: They got the tariffs, Jerry! (laughs) It's the tariffs! What are they going (laughs) to
1: do?
0: His alter ego is Jerry Seinfeld. It really is.
1: It really is. We're going to... I don't even know anymore. What are we going to do? We're going to talk about the we're matches. We're going to talk about the matches. Game Week 27. The,
0: the cool thing is we'll talk about four, because it was like three matches, 0-0. Zero, zero. We're going to bypass them yeah, completely.
1: Yeah, and FPL relevance... We're at that time of the season where FPL relevance is decreasing amongst certain clubs in the league, and so we'll address that, too. But we are going to have a little bit to say still about Game Week 26, since so much of that took place after we recorded our last episode... I've got one thing I want to say on that before we get into 27, so oh. we should probably get right
2: Let's into get that. Let's get into what Scott has to say about Game Week 26 before we get on to what we have to say about <laughs> Game Week
1: 27. This is not a Megan and Harry podcast. Good. Okay, great. Tell me, Dave Smith, yeah. that I was right again about double Game Weeks. Uh,
0: no, you you were not right. You're just not wrong yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, what makes me not wrong yet? Tell me who was in your lineup that you benefited from having for two matches in game week 26. Um. Well, okay.
0: So, first of all, let's, let's dial this back a bit. Okay. Because match week 26 was pretty good for me. Okay? Well, very good. And there was a bunch of teams with double match weeks. Yes, there okay? were. Now, this week, there was like two. What, City and Southampton? Well, no one's owning Southampton. And, yes, this, the, the Manchester Derby was one of the other two. Now, now I'll say that, sorry, at Billy and Aaron, uh, League Aaron and League Billy, who own a couple of Southampton guys. I'm going to be honest. You Your brother. but Well, again. He has a Southampton goalkeeper. They Well, they shouldn't. Well, but he's going to luck out because McCarthy's not going to play. <laughs> That's true. And he's going to get Martinez coming <laughs> off, off the bench, bench at Dirty Dog. Anyways. <laughs> Look, City has two
1: matches. They played in the Manchester Derby. Did that matter in game week twenty six? They played two matches. It's in not two. over yet. No, in, in 26, six, it is over. Oh. They played two matches. Yeah, sure. It didn't matter. Well, no, no it did.
2: It did on who, on, on who you no, had. It did. Yeah, that's true. It didn't matter in game week twenty six that you if you had a City unless you had John Stones. Or Ruben, acting, Ruben on, Diaz. Hold on,
0: hold on. Yeah, Ruben Diaz acting, is
1: really the only one. You
0: are acting like every team is
1: like City and has to suffer pep roulette. That is not true. Then what players benefited from having two matches I in would Game say, Week 26 in your lineup? Because that's game my week, point. Match Week 26? Uh,
2: I would say Game Week 26 is pretty obviously beneficial for double game week people. Wambasaka was, well, no, was great. Well, no, just because the average was great. The average score was 75.
1: That's ridiculous high. That's an abs- that's an absurdly that's high insane. high number. But you didn't get it because players gave you two returns in Game Week 26. Well then how the hell else do you get it? You got it because they gave you they had double the minutes, double the chances, and gave you one good return in two matches. That's and that's not, sort of my point. No,
0: no. That is maybe city players. That that wasn't United players. And or, look, yeah.
1: Or
2: Richarlison.
0: Look, Harv Barnes got hurt in the first 10 minutes of that match. Yeah, that's true. But I had true. Harvey Barnes going into that match. He gets hurt in the Arsenal match, and less <laughs> the bad. Okay, look, Gundawan plays one match. Fair enough. Again, excluding City players,
2: your premise you is given not me two correct. Two guys
1: so far that had two decent matches in 26. Ooh, and Dina. And Richarlison, he said.
2: Right. Everton was a great – Everton was a great pickup. In anyone from Chelsea? Week.
1: Mendy? Mendy scored 16 points. Not anyone from Chelsea, but Mendy. I'll give you Mendy. Okay. If you Defensive players. Mason Mount was fine. For two matches? Here's my point. No, no, the no, no. The double game week is entirely overrated and was entirely overrated in game week 26. I mean, I get it. I had a good week, too. I was above the average. But it wasn't because... You benefit from getting two matches worth of points from too many guys. You don't. Well, then how did you get there?
0: How did you get there with that? With they gave sport? you
1: one good match out of two.
0: You. So you're saying you can, all right, all right, fair enough. Let's go yeah, subtract for yeah. second points. Take Pick the best match that I you had want. I had less
1: than 10 points, I think, from the second match for all the guys in my team. Are you serious? Absolutely. Well, that's
0: a fluke.
2: Listen, I, look, game, game week 24 had a ton of double matches. My score in that double game week was 102. That doesn't happen without two matches for most of my players. But did that happen because, because you have a th-
1: squad of guys g- who gave you points Hold in on. two matches? This is the biggest problem. Yeah, premise. I'm saying There is no.
0: never a guarantee that anyone in any double match week scores in both weeks. You take week 28, 29, take 30, and 31. okay. There's no guarantee that a guy is going to score consecutively in any weeks. It's just you have one match week where you have two chances.
1: Yeah. Okay. And guys did and not I... score in both chances very often. Okay. Well, you are taking the results yeah, and making you... a premise Yeah, but out of if it.
2: you get one and you add one to that, you still got two matches here. worth of
1: points. Let's, I, let's I just... use City as if the example. If it's not
0: a benefit, why in the hell is the average 75 when normally it's 50?
1: Let's use City as an example. We sat here, and we were pumped about Diaz and Stones giving giving City, those who owned them, points. Yes. You didn't get much more. You certainly didn't get anything from John Stones in that second match. He didn't play at all. Cancelo and Sterling, we talked about they were benched in this match, and people were selling them. Right. We called it the dumb mass move of the week last week. Correct. They ended up playing in that second match. But that's that's sort of my point. I, it's, it's, no, I just I don't, don't know what know to think point. about double game weeks anymore because – they don't do anything in terms of giving you two matches Even of Even though returns, everyone
0: scores more points in
1: double matches. Like you get one good match out of two more likely for okay. more players, but you don't get two matches worth of returns. And that's why it's, it's it really bothers me that we put so much into double game weeks. Because after the—I mean, I'll be honest. After the first ten matches were played, I felt great. And then I proceeded to do nothing because nobody gave a second match of returns. In my squad, I hardly scored any more points. And based on how little my overall rank fell, not too many people scored a whole lot more points in the double matches that took place. All right, so what? I don't know what to think about double game weeks and to say, yeah, it does increase your chances. More guys score more points in the se- first or the second match, but you very rarely get two matches of good returns. In the double match week, do you score more points or less points than an average week? I probably score the same amount of points per match played. And there's more matches played, so more points overall. Okay, so it's more points. But not in the way that we're talking about and that most people are talking about when they're trying to capitalize on double game weeks. I mean, let's take your brother, for instance. He's playing Alex McCarthy in goal. Why? Because Alex McCarthy if he was still Southampton's starting goalkeeper, would be playing two matches. He's, he played him over Emiliano Martinez.
2: See, no, We should have talked about that at the end. We teased it in last teased week, it, and yeah, we did yeah, not finish we, the we thought never, on it. Never came back around. Yeah, and I was really excited about it, but not excited enough to remember. <laughs> and so that was one <laughs> sure. that we, we easily could have addressed uh, last week. But but I, and I don't
1: purport to speak for Brother Matt, and Lord knows he's going to blow up the Slack workspace as soon, uh, uh, workspace as, soon as he hears this, because I'll probably mischaracterize and misrepresent him. But I dare say you played a Southampton goalkeeper over Emiliano Martinez on the basis of two matches as opposed to Emiliano Martinez's one. And it is now looking pretty likely that Emiliano well, Martinez that. is going to get more points in his one match I, than Southampton's goalkeeper is going to get in two.
0: Shocker to anyone, I played Sanchez from for, for Brighton. Robert
1: Sanchez
0: <laughs> for Brighton.
2: The way he I, pronounces it. I yeah.
0: played him instead of Mendy in a double match week against Liverpool and United. And you know and you know what that got me? A minus fourteen might as well be because Sanchez had two <laughs> and, and Mendy, Mendy. had six. And the, sure. and entering
2: the match week, you thought Sanchez gets a clean sheet. Against West I West get Bond. a I get a six here. Yeah. Mendy is gonna get a goal scored on him each match and, and, it, and, might, get a, and a I might get me a two. It might get me a four.
1: Yeah. I understand Best that. Best case, he might get a six but or you're, seven. But you're distracting from my point here, which is that your brother, the, the the person you are in a season-long derby with sure in FPL, of course, trying to beat him for the first time ever. Sure. that, that sounds right? weird. Is that accurate? Yeah, I guess so. I think he it is. He says it is. I don't believe I'm that to sure be true. I'm pretty sure it is accurate. He swears by it. But for as long whatever. as we've done I'll, this. I'll give him has... a win, well, fine, whatever. Well, you're trying to win on him this year. He played Southampton goalkeeper, and who cares that it's the wrong one and sure. M- Martinez is going to come in. That's not the point. The point is he played the 180 minutes over the 90 minutes, and that's just wrong. You're not getting two matches of returns from guys very often. You might you have an increased chance for one match, and I just don't know that that really matters much when it comes to double game weeks and the way we strategize around them.
2: I think it – I mean, look, just look, to go back to game week 24 – there was a a bunch of what looked like useful matches in that double game week. For me, this is, it's the first time I can remember a wild card working. So uh, wild cards feel, it feels like every time you use a wild card, I don't know if it, how it is for everybody else, it just seems like a very common kind of FPL trope out there. But of just the idea of like your wild card you make all these moves, you react to kind of what was happening or look ahead to these matchups and it seems like it doesn't pay off well in game week 24 it was it paid off huge. if you had Matt Lowton, you weren't playing him in game week 24 because you thought, you know what he's due or something. it was not only it's a good it's a good matchup, it was two good Burnley matchups in the in the double game week. Loton gives you a 17. Most weeks, you're not thinking of Matt Lowton as a starter unless the matchup is good enough. But, like, in that game week, just Burnley defenders, for me, that week, were worth 35 points. three, you pe- had three of them. Three people gave me 35 points in a double game week. Like, that is never... That is an impossibility without Burnley playing twice.
0: Oh, I mean, you know,
2: Brian, it just...
0: Right, but even in that, you know, du- but, they're just no. going to get returns on but one like, week in a
2: double match. That in. that double week, though, like how many people are playing three Burnley? Well, right, that's what I'm saying. Like that week, this, one, this guy one one no, guy no, that, he that, in. no, I'm saying that that week happened. That that they were preferential that week because of the matchups. You love that City were playing twice. They had two decent matchups. Ilkay Gundogan finishes the week with a 19, and it's that's one match. He did that in one match. So even if you captained him but that's, in, but that's in like the, peak form, right? That's that, the
1: quintessential issue, right? It's like right. he got you 19 against Spurs in and that first match. And he did it match, once, right? And he didn't do anything. After he scores the 19, you're probably thinking, oh, man, I'm a, 20s yeah, least, I'm headed least, maybe into the 20s. 30s. Right. Because that's what we think about with double game weeks. Right. And he finishes with the 19. Now we look back and we're like, 19, that was a great result in the double game week. No, it was a great result uh, in one match. In the match. one match, right. So? That's my point. But, right. So what, you had two chances of getting the one, Yes, that's But a- is that a success when you're looking at setting up your lineup for the double game week? It's like this, no, guy. Then, it's always- it was a, 19 is, success, is a success after the first match. And it's a success now a month later when we're looking back. But when you're watching that second match, it's not. right. Scott, well, if you playing- might as well have not had a double game week right, that But week. then
2: in game week 25, so you go to the very next game week, and you have your, there's a maximizing of leads players starting there because I, I know that just based on my own moves. I'm okay. saying that because I Leeds know Leeds and Southampton, was Leeds the and the Southampton is a double week. And so going into there, thinking even ahead to now game week 29, it was, I got to get Stuart Dallas, I have to have Rafinha, and I and I had already gotten rid of Bamford, I got to get him back again. So I did what the rest of the world did and Captain Patrick Bamford, and that was dumb. Should have had the guts to Captain Rafinha. Should have had even more guts to Captain Stuart Dallas. After game one, you're mad because Leeds is terrible. They and lose. One. Yeah. And then they come out in the second match, and they crush. D- Dallas scores the goal. Rafinha gets a goal. Bamford scores the goal and saves everyone who captained him. That happens because you got two chances, and you knew that going into it. So it does is that pay a success? off. Yeah, I'm just saying, like...
0: Points! are points yes, and they, they are. are a success. Right. If you have a choice between choosing someone in a double match week and someone who doesn't, my option most most of the time is going to be like, yeah, I want the guy who has two chances. Right. At it. you it's can, like if, I'm, if I'm stepping up on a cornhole board and I have two bags, if I get it in the hole and you get none in a hole, okay, but I get one out of my two throws in a hole, is that a success? Yes. Is it? Is it good if I get two in the hole? Well, yeah, that's better. But at least I'm getting one in. I had two chances to get a bag in.
2: I'm just saying like for Bamford, everyone is mad about a two. You like that he scores a goal, and so instead of you would you probably wouldn't have captained him in one match in one match. And if you captain him and he gets a two, you're mad. But when you get to add his two to a goal scored, it is now 16 instead of 12. It's like Everything about it is is the addition of it is good. I like yes, should you know if you have if you had guts to captain Stuart Dallas in Game Week 25, holy cow, you are the deserving one here. Like it's it's the people who had the guts to captain Christ uh, uh, I almost called him Stuart Bale. Christian Bale. <laughs> you don't say <said> Christian Bale <laughs> I almost said Christian Bale. <laughs> Gareth Bale. Yeah. It's that kind of, right, right, it's that kind of, or last week, like looking at it and thinking, but like, uh, that's a a good example for what you're talking about is last week. I thought not just on the differential, but because of two matches, I'm going to captain a city person. It didn't pay off where Richarlison is playing twice in two good matchups. And I should have been able just as much to say, you know what? He's in form and the matchups are better and he gets two of them. Why didn't I just give and it, the whole point came down to I got suckered into Manchester City. Mm-hmm. So in that case like that's one of the few times where it was like I see that there's good matchups it just didn't happen. Uh, yet again another captain that goes that's squandered in a week where the you know the average was 75. That's ridiculous high. I scored exactly 75. Like, like I said again, a week where my captain gets me four. And I hit the average. You know what I mean? Like, that. we talked about that last week. I, I just think headed into, you know, into like this, the double week. Yeah, I hated it that my captain got me a two. And sure. so all I can hope is that because there's another match at home against a lesser opponent, the, then there's the other, the other
1: wrinkle of Pep Roulette. Yep. So please let it work out. Now, I did... Just full disclosure, with with the double game week, the double match being City and Southampton in this game week, we're currently in the midst of still. Ten out of 11 matches played, City-Southampton still to come. I did use a transfer to go to another City defender. I went to Ruben Diaz, who seems to be the most uh, or the least rouletted in the Pep roulette yeah. in the City sure. defense. So I, I went there, but I did it because he's the most likely to play both matches. And therefore, potentially give me two matches of returns. Now he didn't, of course, after the Manchester Derby, which we'll get to here in a minute. so uh, to me i I gauge success in a double game week based on what I get from both matches, and it sounds like you guys think that's crazy.
2: No, well, you hope for the best I, it's I it's the old Mel Brooks. it's you know that's that's as old as the hills, and I'm sure it's a saying that he picked up on forever ago, you know, you hope for the best and expect the worst. I mean that's not that's not an adage for no reason. So I I just think you're you're hoping that you're like you choose these players. If you could put 11 players who are playing two times or 11 players who are playing one time, like we we could go over this a million times. I think that you're the reasons you would pick one over two is entirely about form and fixture. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, yeah. Is brother Matt
1: smart to have played Southampton goalkeeper over Emiliano Martinez? I say absolutely not. No, I, I mean... But that... I mean, there's it, no it could, reason it, he it, did that it except could, that it's it, double game week for Southampton.
2: Be, right, it could be a wash. And then in that, like, doing two matches, you know, Southampton gets a favorable matchup in the first one, and it pays off. And there is no better value in the in FPL, and it's kind of a season-changing... Starting position, as long as it holds, in Fraser Forster, yeah, coming in and starting for. If, South if you're country. wild
1: carding today, are you bringing him in? At I least already, your... brought, I already brought
2: him in. Okay, so that was one of my transfers this week, but um, no, just that, just because of the amount of money that that makes. No, up, I get it. Yeah, it's because for me it was Pope to Forster. That's a massive <laughs> amount of money, right?
1: Sure.
2: So, but what I'm saying is like. You, if you know that you know, if you know he's going to be out there, and he gets one matchup that's good and one matchup that's not good, now the only thing you're hoping is, please make some saves, please make three saves, make four saves, or six saves, or yeah. twenty saves. He might. You can't, right? <laughs> he really might, <laughs> especially the way this, the way Southampton is now, Ingsless Southampton again. So, yeah. no, I understand the, I understand the idea there. And, I mean, Wolves got close. Connor Cody got really close. You know, he had finished. You know, Connor Cody had, probably should have scored two goals for mm-hmm. for Wolves against against Villa. But it just didn't
1: happen. Let's get there when, when we Anyway,
2: all of that to say, I don't think it's entirely crazy. That is a bit of a stretch, though, all things considered, to say I'm going to play Alex McCarthy over Emiliano Martinez. Yeah. It's a little different if it was, hey, I got Mendy. Because what you did, Dave, let's be honest, is idiotic. It's the dumbest. It's All one right. of the dumbest moves I've ever heard of.
0: <laughs> this All week right. or last
1: week? Any week. Last well, week. Well, last hold, week. hold
0: on, hold on. Well, in the double match? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Look, this week against Everton, like, who, who would have been better to keep a clean sheet? Uh, Sanchez against Leicester without Barnes and and,
2: and, there and are Madison. And not only that, there are unbelievable stats for Brighton at home. And in terms of conceding and big chances and all of those things, those and the real Chelsea, numbers, right?
0: And then Chelsea's playing Everton. Like, who would have drawn up that that Chelsea clean sheets, Everton, United, and Liverpool in a row? Not many. People. Now I went backwards there. You see what I did? I did. did but, yeah. but still, like, what are the what the hell are the chances are that?
2: That's the same reason why I put Luke Shaw at the second place in my bench
1: <laughs> spots this week. <laughs> uh, right. All right, we're anyway. touching on Game Week 27 now. Holy, so let's we haven't got there yet. Put the ga- Let's put the double I mean, there's a couple more double game weeks still to come in the season, but this this is largely it for the for this current season. Yeah. So I think we've put that debate to bed for another 9 months till next Solving year. Solving nothing. Solving nothing, continuing till next year. Uh let's t- let's touch let's whirlwind tour through Game Week 27 now, shall we? Yeah, we'll let's begin do it. in the order of the matches. No, we're not. We've got to start with Spurs. When it comes to Game Week 27 and FPL, sure. it comes down to one player.
0: It's Harry Kane. It's Harry
1: Kane. Spurs It's four. 1 and 1A. One Spurs 4, Crystal Palace 1. 1A one is Kane. 1B is Bale. Yes. Okay.
2: Uh, no. No. Benteke. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, Benteke
1: is a story. It was, well, yeah. A minor, minor story, but still. That might be the new Anyway. Got thing. to see his stupid dance again. All right. So, really, this week was... Mostly defined, I think it's going to end up being defined by, do you have Kane, and then did you Captain Kane? Mm-hmm. Because the crazy high scores are Captain Kane right. scores. And then those who held their ground just have Kane in their lineup. I mean, at this point, is he essential There's for no FBO? doubt. There's no
0: doubt. I brought him back the second he was back in the lineup. I brought him back. So did I. So Now, like, do you have Sun as well still? I don't, and that hasn't bit me yet.
1: No, it hasn't. Do you uh, have Bale? I own him now. I do now. You just right. brought him exactly. in as of yeah. today. Of I sold
0: Sala and Bale is now a team member. Salah, Bale for Sala.
2: No, Salah for Bale. Correct. Okay. I know. would. I would assume that is a this top probably, a right. top three transfer. That, that is FPL not a. Right that is not breaking
1: news. No <laughs>
0: one like that, that's surprising. No, no. One. If anything, Brian, that's the most obvious move that anyone could possibly make sure. this week. All right.
1: Let me ask a question. You don't have son. And we've talked about Kane and Son for most of the season being a duo you could have. So now you just have Kane and Bale. Right. Would you have all three?
0: Absolutely right now. So I'll tell you what I did today, and I haven't pulled the trigger on it. I'm not going to. But I did, what would my team look like? What would be the dead weight that I could cut from my team if I was a wild card today? And I chose six players. Six players that I would eliminate from my team today (laughs) and replace if I could. Okay, that's a lot. The guys I I won't get into. Do you still have
1: your wild card? Yeah. Why didn't you play it then?
0: I f- it, it it feels like it needs to happen after 29 and after the international break
1: 29 is when there will be four matches played so i totally get it that's what i'm waiting for too
0: it it so I th- that's i mean i almost itched it today though i'm t- i'm serious i almost did because i'm like wait a minute i can i can do this why not do this yeah anyway so uh guys i brought in in that in those six players uh i't don't, don't need to talk about who i got rid of i did get rid of leads and I had three leads players that covers okay. a lot yeah, and Salah, I got rid of Salah. So, mm-hmm. but I would have brought in uh, Luke Shaw. Sure, I brought in Craig Dawson. Uh huh. I brought in Mikhail M- 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 Antonio. Interesting. Rashar Wilson, and Son. So,
1: why Mikhail Antonio?
0: Because yeah. I like the the West Ham mojo.
1: Yeah, you're all about so the like mojo.
0: like I have Kane and in, in like in, in that move I have Kane and Rashar Wilson. Okay, the two hottest form. Strikers out there Currently at the moment Sure Antonio Is a little bit cheaper Affordable Fits the price range I needed And is always a threat And West Ham has good mojo Going forward Yeah They just do They're a threat to anyone They're a threat to mid-table They're a threat to bottom of the table And no one at the top Wants to play West Ham
1: So you have three hammers currently Or I would have have. You have two If I would have wild-carded
0: I have not I would Absolutely Lingard I currently own Craig Dawson Craig Dawson, Scott, uh, Brian, this is a Craig Dawson stat of the week. Great. Has played in 11 matches for West Ham. He has scored six or higher in seven of them. Yeah. Seven out of 11, 7-11, Craig Dawson. I don't know why he's not in everyone's lineup. You know why? Because they're scared.
2: Well, I think so many people have Cresswell already. Cresswell's ownership is probably decently high. All right. Well, the top-scoring defender can't be... Crestwell's ownership but, 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 is 25%. The best part of this discussion is that
1: it's all in the context of Spurs versus Crystal Palace. I know. I would say West Ham 2 leads nil. Let's go to Hammers <laughs> for a second. Uh, so we talked about this. We talked about how...
0: Craig Dawson's ownership is one Yeah, I'm that's, sorry. That's I had to drop that in there.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's, Anyways, a, that's ridiculous. And it, it is the Cresswell effect, I'm sure. But more than that, We've talked about West Ham's schedule. It's not the nicest schedule. Now, they've gotten through Spurs and Manchester City. This Leeds match obviously went very well for them today. Now they play at Old Trafford. Then they play Arsenal. Then they play at Wolves, Leicester. And then at Yo-Yo's, Newcastle, Chelsea, Burnley, Everton. Brighton, West Brom, Southampton at the end. I like West Brom for the last few matches. I don't think I can pull the trigger on going to a – I've gotten out of the Hammers business for the most part. I still have Sochek buried on my bench. Uh, I don't know that I can bring myself to go to Hammers with – especially in Game Week 28 with at Old Trafford on the schedule. Just looking at the numbers, Scott.
0: What do the numbers say? The numbers numbers say you should own Craig Dawson. I
2: I think this is disappointing today for West Ham – that especially for Antonio, who attempted zero shots. Fair enough. So yeah. so that is not and against a defense that is that has been leaky all season. Uh, to not get a chance at something is not great. But right. set pieces, I mean, it was just it just was the deal for them today. So, and Lingard was his typical danger. And so thanks to FPL pointing it out that no no FPL no one has had more returns in the last five weeks or whatever than. Jesse Lingard.
1: Here's what I like about Jesse Lingard more so than Craig Dawson. So Lingard got you a 10 against Spurs and a 5 against City. Craig Dawson, in those eight matches where he's given you points, or sorry, the eight game weeks. Seven, seven, six and above. Yeah. Uh, Unless I
0: miscounted, maybe it's eight. Here's
1: who it came against. Southampton, Everton, a double week with Burnley and West Brom, Crystal Palace, Liverpool. He was the only wet hammer to give you a return against Liverpool. And that was late. Fulham. And that was late in the game. Yeah.
2: And you probably weren't playing him in that game anyway.
1: Right, not then. Fulham, Southampton, and Leeds. Here's who he has not given you good returns against Villa, Spurs, and City. I don't know that he has proven yet that he's able to do anything against top competition. And with United Next, and then an inform arsenal after that.
0: Mm, that's being gracious, sort of a little bit. Eh.
1: He
2: can. I mean, no, I think it's the same thing as Sochek. I feel like he's the defender version of Sochek. You just hope that he's going to get you a goal right. on a set piece. But also, but, he
1: might just be on your bench.
2: But he might just be on your bench. Yes.
1: But I, I think the risk. I'm just saying that's, that's exactly.
2: That. I think that the risk is low because he's four or five. I think you'd feel better about benching him than Cresswell. Like where you're, where if you're owning Cresswell, you're, you're that's a five and a half pound right. contribution. Right, you're a little bit more pot committed to starting right. him, and so I think. And it's... And he
0: has a look. He's on set pieces. He's on corners. He's always, he's always threatening. Cresswell
2: is I mean, right. He's I, top scoring defender. No, I, I, it's, it's really hard. It's hard to overlook them, and that's, and yes, I agree with you, Scott, for sure. The schedule is just, the schedule is just so. It's such a yo-yo. I feel like you know. Hopefully, you have the the rest of the team to make up for that in the bad spots, but, but yeah, I mean, can they get something against better competition? Yeah. They keep doing it, a two nil like leads yet again, like, like disappointing offensively. It's, I mean, it's not great and, and leads and yeah, who knows? I mean, that's not, they're in no danger, but man, it kind of stinks whenever, whenever things aren't working, like Patrick Bamford, hugely wasteful. today. Yeah, he was. So uh, Rafinha had a great chance. But beyond a
0: couple good chances to start the second half.
2: Right. Beyond that, it's like, you know, you're, you know, it's just not, it's just not great uh, all around for leads. But for West Ham, yeah, I, I think 1%. I mean, we, I wrote about that weeks and weeks ago. Why Craig Dawson <laughs> is that low? You did. It doesn't make any sense.
1: You wrote about that at uh, patreon.com slash America. Where you can go, anyone can read Brian's article, but while you're there, visit the tiers and find out how you can give a tiny, tiny little bit of money each month to uh, get uh, mentioned in our podcast, to get included into our Slack workspace, uh, to have a segment of our show built around you. These are things that uh, we provide when you donate on a monthly basis, so go check that out, patreon.com. Yes. And even if you don't do that, go read Brian's article because For it's excellent. Sure. Do you want to talk about Spurs again? You turn back to Spurs. Yes. So we said Kane is essential. And Dave just said Kane, Bale, and Son could all be in your lineup and you would be okay.
0: For me, yeah.
1: Do you know what makes me nervous about Christian Bale? (laughs) What?
2: The swearing.
1: Oh, really? No. um, uh, Gareth Bale. Do you remember the movie The Machinist? Um, When he got super skinny? I don't think I saw that. Vaguely. He got super skinny for that role and he has never physically recovered huh like he's never been the same and he he's he's admitted this publicly and uh, really? and i think about that when i think really? about this christian is a bale a thing yeah it's a thing
0: wow that is a johnny depp level of commitment yeah to for
1: sure for right? sure yeah and it's it's not been the best for him oh man uh so gareth bale i mean there's like an analogy here in his things career things i've never
0: had an issue with being too skinny it's <laughs> just that, it's
1: Fair. just that gareth bale has four
2: goals on two braces in the last four game weeks. Yeah. on five shots on target.
0: It's a Yang level stuff,
2: right? Obviously. Or Kane level. That is one might even I, say. I mean, I, that is
0: But Brian, can you ignore it though?
2: No, it's not sustainable. The thing that the thing that bothers me about Bale more than just he can't possibly keep kicking that straight. Or heading that straight and that close on is that he's you have to hope that he does it in 68 or 69 minutes. That's fair. that is that is the thing that
1: makes me a little more nervous about. I, know. Bale. I just I just committed oh to and it. don't don't think that he's going to start every match from here on out. Ah, uh, that that's Joe, what's the Mourinho move?
2: If you're I don't think Mourinho,
1: I mean, Delhi Ali scored in game week in, in the Fulham match at the end of premier- game week 26. And then he doesn't play in game week twenty-seven. If he doesn't trust you, he doesn't play you. Now Bale has scored five touchdowns in the last two game weeks, twenty-one and a fourteen in FPL points. Yeah. Nice. And so he might outscore the, the lack of trust. Okay. okay? Right. I'll, I'll right. give you that much. But I don't I don't trust Mourinho with Gareth Bale at all.
0: I, I don't I disagree with that. I think you can actually uh, look, Mourinho's proven that I can remember, and again, prove me um, prove me wrong. But if you produce for him, he continues to put out there. He's not one, one game like Deli did. Look, come on, Deli's had a long time to get his shit together, and he hasn't yet for whatever reason. I like him. I want him to. I want him to play well.
2: Did Bale go up again tonight? Is he nine point five or is he still nine point four? He is nine point four. I assume he'll go up to nine point five before the start of, of this game this week twenty seven. Correct. Right. Everyone... When Spurs play at Arsenal. Right. And so that's the question: Is Dave Arsenal fan? We... Can you speak to the uh, this derby and whether or not you have any faith in uh, your Gunners after I read you the player quote of the week? Hmm. A new segment. A segment we like to call Lucas Mora Explains It All.
0: Hey, sure. I've been waiting for this segment for a while.
2: I think the main thing was the mentality because we just needed to have the belief in ourselves. We needed to know how good we are because we have terrific players, a very good squad, and the quality in the Premier League to win games. Sure. When we realize that, we have confidence we are able to dominate games. Unbelievable. That's Lucas all, That's all it was. Look, Guys, all it took was Lucas folks, Mora waking, waking up and... All it took is that Spurs needed to realize, holy, <laughs> we have a... <laughs> look a, a, look at Luke who was we got. Lucas waking up and
0: going, holy shit. <laughs> we, uh, we got a team We got some players. Oh,
2: he's here. <laughs>
0: we'll just win.
2: I think that is the most insane... <laughs> Thing I have ever heard for a team that this has been true, even without Gareth Bale. This was true through every second oh of Pochettino-era Spurs. Sure. This is the stupidest quote. Thank you for explaining <laughs> this to us, Lucas Mora. I, I like... If that's true that this is, like, some weird, like, this week awakening for them of, like, oh, we should have been dominating games like this against teams like Crystal Palace. Like, what? You should have drawn Fulham. Should absolutely have finished 1-1 against Fulham. Fulham. for sure. And then you come out and smash Crystal Palace, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, the big difference is our realization of our quality. (laughs) I just don't... It's just not... Possible. So going into a match that All is right, highly charged. Yes. Is this an Arsenal team that is here to compete to turn this into an old timey derby, or is this Arsenal that is focusing entirely on Europa and not isn't isn't going to be as engaged in in uh, the the derby against Spurs? They
0: do have a midweek match against Olympiacos, and right now Europa looks to be although Spurs are in that competition as well. Looks to be um, their easiest chance to kind of make Champions League next year. But this is North London Derby. Arteta played in these. Arsenal's going to put out a squad. Mourinho hates Arsenal, always. I respect it. It's going to put a squad out, it's going to be there. And, and so look,
2: so just so just and, off the top, there is zero chance that Bale does not start against Arsenal. Zero chance, right? So so Bale Bale there is zero is out chance there. that
0: Aubameyang doesn't start. Right,
2: exactly. So the the big guns are coming out for this. Like let's like just, just assume think, that at the start.
0: I I legitimately think, especially with both teams Spurs and Arsenal going into a two legged match against their Europa opponents. I think both teams will put their best teams forward in this match.
2: And Spurs now like super close to like inching up there to the oh. top 4. Oh, like no this doubt. is a Spurs this is three wins in a row for for Spurs. For sure. That is whether it's luck or whether it's a thrashing, they've won 3 in a row. They're coming so, off
0: a game where where their 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 club legend Gareth Bale has scored two <laughs> goals and and the legend Harris Kane has scored two goals
1: and an assist.
2: And I mean, an
0: assist. Okay, he so, got
1: another one of those assist braces. This is this yeah. is peak Spurs. Yeah, two assists, two assists, goal Kane. brace, is this, right? Is, and is a goal this brace, fair right, right
0: now that this is complete peak Spurs?
1: And
2: not only that, Kane, that his goal, the no look I mean, shot. I mean, that was a – He didn't that look at the a, goal. That was ridiculous.
0: He had a picture in his mind. Have you seen – I, see I,
1: I did. I did. It's a brilliant goal. He
0: shoots and never looks at the goal. It's different if you're right in front six yards out. He's outside the box. From an angle. From an angle. Yeah. And he knew where the ball was, and he's that good. He shoots without – he no-look shot at it, Scott.
2: To go back to your point Michael about-
0: Jordan once did that blindfolded sort of or did that at the free throw line.
2: Well, oh, okay. he closed his eyes. Hey, this is not an NBA podcast. It's the same thing. I, one of my, my other. About Ste- how about Steph Curry winning that three-point contest? He should win it. He
0: had to have that last
2: shot, though. Steph Curry is probably my single favorite player, and I'm not, I'm not an 11-year-old boy. Ryan. I love Steph Curry forever. Will never not <laughs> sure. love him. This is um, not an NBA podcast. It's not, a, definitely not an NBA podcast. Uh. My other transfer, Dave, to go back to your transfer point, I had Richarlison, and I've had him through this good run of oh, form. Man, did I screw up not having him? And I just sent him out. For I what went, reason? I went from Richarlison to Kane. This, to me, uh, is well a... Well, then who else do you have? That's exactly it. I have Patrick Bamford, and I have Mikael Antonio. Oh, and so okay. I, I, So the money was a little bit tighter. I could not have gone from Bamford sure. or Antonio to sure. Kane. Also, Richarlison doesn't play in Week 29, and so I'm, I'm trying not to you're free- trying not to trying free- Trying not to you free- You have hit, it, be, but you're trying not Right, I was planning on doing it, but now I have so many players, I'm so close to a full squad of players for you Game Week 29, what's the point? Okay. There's no point in free hitting. Fair and enough. so, being able to do what the rest of the world will do, and have Bamford, Antonio, Kane as my three strikers going into Game Week sure. 29, and also, this is stupid- like this this one week, congratulations to everyone in the world who had Harry Kane and Gareth Bale, and you're the only ones who had a good week this week. It's the only <laughs> this is the <laughs> only or Captain
0: captained Kane. I was yeah, gonna say like, I don't have I Bale, say, but I
1: captained Kane captain and it and made Kane, up for
2: it. Right, exactly. So you you know, that is just
1: that's just a good move. That's just plain and simple it, was, it is just a good move. It it definitely made up for a lot of issues everywhere else. There's no doubt about that. All right, so back to Arsenal. Burnley yes. won, Arsenal won. Okay. Tough wow. match to watch. I mean, no, for you as an Arsenal fan, it was a tough match hey, to wait, watch. Hey, wait, can we go
2: back to Christian Bale for one second? No, we can't. Just for one second, just to say about Gareth Bale. You want to talk about the Joker? No. no, just that Gareth Bale. That was Joaquin Phoenix the, anyway. Despite scoring four goals on five shots on target, he is one of the most prolific midfielders since he's gotten this run of starts so he has 10 shots in the last 4 weeks. That's fourth most for all midfielders. So okay. this isn't just like so he's, he's not he's not just kicking a little bit. He's, you know who's just kicking a little bit is Riyad Mahrez. Hmm. He's not kicking a lot. So he's way down there in terms of attempts. Bale is higher up there. So he's he's right. uh He's He's got a cutting edge Are right you finally now. done with Spurs? I'm just saying, I just wanted to be clear if that we this gave is. gave him credit. There's more to it. To, I then, just don't want to just say. four out of five shots. Right. Four, four goals on five shots unsustainable, but for a guy who is getting more attempts he's or is one of the top in he's attempts. threatening for sure. Even if it's in 70 minutes, there is some reason to believe in it Fair after enough. that. That's all I wanted to say.
1: All right. So Burnley one, Arsenal one. You had you had Jacques uh, Howler. No, th- this game. You had game Eric was Peters. So Eric so Peters' entire yeah, arm from the shoulder I down. I could go on
0: a rant about how Arsenal should have got the arm, bo- the, the arm ball, the the first one, the hand. Ball. What the Eric Peters? Where the he's, first Eric Peters? When the,
1: Eric the, Peters? The, the, when, the second one. The second was one was, fine. On the was on the shoulder. On the shoulder. Eric no Peter, You mean when Eric that. Peters dribbled it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so So they called the one they shouldn't have, and they got overturned, and then they didn't call the one they should have.
0: Correct. Yep. Correct. Yep. And so, whatever. Look.
1: I'm glad VAR's out to fix the wrong. Look,
0: I would love to complain about this in wine because that's what all the Liverpool fans would do, but <laughs> I'm not. I'm just going to, like, chalk it up to, you know what, sometimes you get those, sometimes you don't. This year, everyone's been effed by handballs, period. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was a low blow that I took at Liverpool. I'm sorry for all those Liverpool
2: You mean fans. when Eric Peters gently patted the ball on its head?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's... I don't... That, that and then the Hudson-Odoi last week? Like, what in the... I I give up. And that's what everyone no, says I give at up. this point. Yeah, I give I up. I give up. Yeah. Look, Arsenal should have won that game. They, they tied it.
1: Aubameyang uh, scored.
0: Aubameyang scored. Look, I don't want to say it, Scott. It's weird to say, but you know who's kind of been hot scoring the ball and has good form?
1: With his feet. Or his head, not his arm.
0: I'm just saying he's
1: got a couple. He's got
2: two out of the last like five that Aubameyang has been good. Are you? Are you? Well, look, and also this was Aubameyang versus Burnley, which is historically this is his match.
0: Okay, there's no doubt. That's true.
2: Right. So you you hope that he's going to get a brace. That's that is the that's the standard for Aubameyang Yang against, against Burnley. Burnley but he Briggs. did get a goal and it was not an own goal, so you feel great about that if you're an Aubameyang Yang owner.
0: There's no doubt about it. Look, in the last few weeks he's he's had he's scored scored some goals. That's what I'm
2: saying. Are you because they play in Game Week twenty nine, is this somebody who not just is a, a differential pick, but this is like a this is a that's a shocker to me. Is this is a it's a wild card that Gareth Bale was three weeks ago is going back to Aubameyang, and I'm sure people are doing it.
0: Look, Arsenal drew uh, because Xhaka is an idiot. Uh, although, I want to give him a little bit of a lifeline. Leno is the one that passed it to him. Mm-hmm. He had one choice initially. If he didn't one-touch it, then he, <laughs> and he didn't one-touch it, Scott, and he passed it off Chris Wood's chest into the goal. Chris Wood had the best reaction of the year.
1: Shrugged his shoulders a couple he of times. a
0: little... A little meme, shrug <laughs> the shoulders, like eh, I kind of knew that was going in. <laughs> the old Jordan
2: six pointer. This is not con- an NBA hey, podcast. Congratulations, six three pointers. I mean, is congratulations, what six pointer, Chris Woods. Yeah. Well, Michael Jordan scored six points. It was really great. He shrugged on, a, on a fantastic. Goal. Brian really does know the NBA. Yes,
1: he does.
0: Moving on.
1: Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not going to bombing. Uh, I just like Ob- Elasticus, I'm not going is, to soccer. And I I'm not might. in the Arsenal. I'm not in the Arsenal. I business. might.
0: I might free hit in Week 29, and if I do, Aubameyang would be in there for sure.
2: I think he's going to be a – it's weird to say. It's just because of his season trajectory what an off-the-wall pick someone like Pierre-Americk Aubameyang is. Especially, Who owns him in our mini-mini league? Someone I, owns someone him. Someone does. Is it? And, is it All-Star Listener Barry? Uh, does All-Star I'm, Listener Barry have it? Look it up really quick while we sit here and talk about how – it was against the Trailblazers. It's a historic moment. Yeah. When he hit, because he's not, I mean, Michael Jordan, obviously not a, not known for his three-point shooting. But mm-hmm.
1: You know, I always feel bad for the second. Barry
0: owns, all-star listener Barry, mini-league Barry owns a bombing.
1: Good try. Yeah, I wondered.
2: I knew it was someone, and the and I also kind of knew he it was someone around in. my range, <laughs> in my area. He brought which him
0: is, in this week.
2: It's not a bad move. Wow. Given the history and in preparation for game week 29, it's, a, it's, it's not a bad move. He's no Obviously dummy. not a bad move. It paid off this week. It's just that he's expensive.
1: Would you go Salah to Aubameyang?
2: Salah to Aubameyang is the, is the way to do it.
0: But It's not dumb right now.
1: I don't think it's dumb.
0: Uh, Aubame- I mean, look, Arsenal's mojo is way better than Liverpool's.
1: I would Aubameyang? not go Salah to Aubameyang, though. Where,
0: I, I'm, where, where, where would you go? If you're selling Salah, you got some Salah well, money. That's, that's
1: an if. That's a big if for Salah me. Salah to Bale is the oh, obvious why, why one. Would are it you be would, if
0: that you w- why is it an if that you would sell Salah?
1: listen my wow you everything. are you are die hard.
2: i might not either i have him too are you and crazy? I, I don't think i'm doing it wow. not against wolves you guys are i, I crazy still feel people. like i still crazy feel like people. this is it <laughs> also he doesn't play 29 so he's out either way okay i just feel like I, this is it's not well, how many
0: more last chances does that guy get he <laughs> he scored 17 goals His- <laughs> Live <laughs> what do you think?
1: It's a man. His last five game weeks: seven, seven, two, five, two. Those aren't terrible. He should scores.
2: He should have been out. There's. He should have been out of everyone's team in game week twenty two. There's no reason to have held him. After, yeah, but in game week twenty one, he had a fifteen. Right against against West Ham. What I'm saying is, over the course of the from game week twenty from game week twenty two on, there is. A thousand people who got you two goals.
1: Here's there the are, reality: there are
2: a hundred players who got you three goals. They're, and so that's that's the like the reality is he scored nothing since game week 22, other than a penalty against Manchester City, which is crazy luck, and a really nicely worked goal against Leicester City. That's it. His underlying stats continue to be very good. He was the reason why Fulham scored this past week. Well, true. He had, He did get the assist. I mean, Lamina he would the, say. He, was gonna Lamina say, would
1: tell you he did something for that, but
2: he got the assist. On he did the, take on the ball the from Salah.
1: There's no doubt, and Sala I hate that. Let
2: him take
1: it. I mean, I, it was just lazy. It was it
0: was, it was. it was a. It was wow. It was a non-effort play. No,
1: it was Lamina wanted it more. I'm not going to dog Salah's oh, effort in that man, moment. You're being Lamina generous. wanted it a lot more, and then and then Lamina, he misses that at least eight times out of ten, if not nine you're times being out of ten. Kind to your boy. I'm not. I'm saying Lamina deserves some credit. No, you're being kind to your boy. Uh, here's the reality so, with Mosala. He did everything every single week through game week 14. Then he 15, went to the wedding. Then when did he go to the wedding? I Scott? Mean, you're right. I mean, it was when did he? Go? I don't remember. When did he go? I'm I don't remember serious. either. Is around 12, 13? Just something look for like his that. numbers dip, and that's probably what he went. 15 to 20, he gave you nothing. And that's when the debate was raging. But then in 21, he scores 15 points. Right. Puts it to bed for a while. 22 does nothing, but he had just scored 15, so it's not a big deal. And then 7-7. Right. And I get it. He didn't two goals. That's what I'm
2: saying. I'm saying that in game week 22, all things considered, you not only could have gotten better value, you could have gotten better scores from probably 20 players in that span of time. And yet, I'm here to
1: tell you that you have not... Been crazy to have Mosala up to this. We have not Brian. You and I have not been crazy. Are you selling him? Because I sat here last week. This, that, I sat here last week and I said I'm not selling Mosala. And I had been on that train. I'm no, completely. No, off. I kept talking you back onto the train every single week. Don't act like you were all Mosala all season long. I you don't had remember him exactly. I mean, but I feel.
0: Like, <laughs> I
1: feel like I can't. I can't. I can't. I kept you. convincing you every week to keep him. And listen, I am sitting here and I'm thinking, you know, if I hadn't decided four and a half years ago to start this podcast with you, and therefore <laughs> I wasn't talking about my lineup with you on a microphone every single week, and I hadn't committed so strongly to Mo Salah along the way, then maybe I'd have sold Mo Salah by now. I, I have thought that. And it is going to be really hard to keep him for the next game week, but... I, I don't know. I legitimately don't know. I have two free transfers. My squad, despite what Captain Kane has done for it, my squad feels the weakest it's felt all season. And uh, and so with two free transfers, you know, and a desire to not play the wild card till after the game week 29, right. I might have to send out Mo. I might just have to do it. I don't know. I don't want to. I I don't regret having him but I do wish he would do a little bit more.
0: I regret owning him the last 3 weeks for sure because I was too chicken to sell him.
2: Yeah, I, there's just I just feel like there are so many I wish I had just I wish I had done it. I instead I I bought into the Manchester City defensive hype. I sent I did what a lot of people did. I sent Bruno Fernandez out in the uh That was dumb. Did you really? Yeah, but it was with <laughs> yeah, I did. I mean, it was it was with the not only his stats against the top the big six, the it's, Darby. His, it's his recent form. It was Manchester City is just just absolutely rolling right now, and I put way I put full trust that Liverpool. I put I did I trusted fully that Liverpool would get, was going to get something at home against Fulham. Yeah, it's just such a low. That is the lowest. Only Klopp Sheffield... said it was the
1: lowest moment of his career. Only only Sheffield... Yeah, he says it's amongst the lowest moments of my career. It's post-match. The, only Fulham.
2: Sheffield would be lower, and even then it's tough because, I mean, men and blazers obviously joke that, you know, if Fulham beat Liverpool, that Ful- Liverpool would get relegated. That's the rules. Yeah.
1: Which is a hilarious
2: thing to say, and then <laughs> sure. it happened. No, sure. it's like that thing. It's
1: like, oh, well, such and such beat this club, and then right, that club yes, beat exactly. that club, so this club's <laughs> yeah. better than that club. Yes. That's not how it works. Uh, really. No, I... Fulham, by the way, is about to be out of the relegation zone.
2: Fulham is very good. I Newcastle think that, and Brighton I, better I feel watch like out. We should all be able to agree on this: is that Fulham is
0: look. I've been banging that Fulham's drum for a long time. People score one goal on them and no more.
1: I don't know if this is you win true,
0: one, one nothing or zero or or you don't win.
1: I will say, Areola is on a streak that you rarely see with goalkeepers: six, eight, six, eight, eight. Yeah, that's a in lot. in the last five game weeks. Now two of those. Two of those game weeks were doubles, and so he benefited. Now, there is a the, guy
2: who, if you had gone to Areola strictly on the double game week thing, you are like, on that is thrilling. Well, that only if a, you played him. Right, exactly. A lot of people brought him in sure. and put him in their backup spot, oh. probably.
1: But uh, if you've played him over the last five game weeks, you're, you're feeling great. What about... Let's are we on Fulham and we're
2: Liverpool. On Liverpool still? Ful- you know
1: this is the what most... about
2: the Yogo Jota? Wow. Tell me about Jota, please.
1: How... I liked Jota's effort in this match.
2: Okay, he so showed something. He's the only I agree completely. This is Jota in the. This is a uh, a uh, De Bruyne type uh, Jota who is still. Shaking off some
1: rust. Jota was a guy that we said... still should have scored a a
2: tying goal
1: here. Yes. He was a guy, before he got hurt, he was almost essential to have with Salah in your midfield. Two Liverpool midfielders. It's so hard to remember that that was the case early in the season. I forgot. But that was the case. He's finally back. This match, despite the lack of return, he is back. And it made me wonder... Should I go back to Diogo Jota and get ahead of this? So Jota did not
2: start against Wolves in the reverse fixture, which I think was the shocker for everyone, given that it was a, you know, the revenge angle. Which there's no revenge. He likes Wolves. There, why? Why? <laughs> right. Why would he want revenge on on his on, on everyone from Portugal? There That's is called no... the media <laughs> <Right>. drumming up <laughs> that, some sort sure. of yeah. There is no revenge angle for, sure. for that. However, this is now they liverpool playing wolves just that jota it, like i just can't imagine him sitting they obviously no. they need him yep i don't know how crazy it is given the way he had been performing and especially in this match where you just say like
1: he was the brightest spot for mm-hmm. them a lot of the time until the late subs you know, the, yeah. When when Fabinho came in and and was in that holding midfield slash third center back position deep, he basically told the kids who were playing center back who started. He was like, "You know, get out of my way. I'll take it over from here." And everything was was distributed through him at that point for the last ten minutes or so of the match. But it, he also showed the quality that Liverpool had been missing because yeah. of injury. Uh, yeah. So I think if these guys are starting to come back. You're going to start to see some desire from the from the returning players who are going to come in and say, "Okay, guys, we're done with this." And and you know, you get a, you get four or five of those guys, you're going to see some good things from Biogo Jota. I think what's scary and what's sad
2: about the Salah thing is that he was playing as you know, kind of the striker here. He was in the position where he has been the most productive FPL wise, and. He had, I mean, I guess he had a couple chances. I mean, it's not like he had nothing, 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 too close. nothing where you just say like, oh, he should have anything. There was mm-hmm. he should, what he finished with was what he what you expect from him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I Jota uh, going from, I mean, that's the amount of money that's represented there. Yeah. If you're gonna get a goal from Salah or a goal from Jota, yeah, you'd way rather have and Jota it for seems a goal.
1: Much more likely you're gonna get one from Jota it's at this half point. The price. That's what about. I mean.
2: What you can do with that amount of money, especially for somebody that who we already know, like him being back, him being healthy, if he's playing significant minutes, Look, that, that isn't that is a new consideration. I'm
0: gonna go on a limb here. Until Liverpool can actually score a goal that's not a penalty, and or just win a game, why why is anyone playing any of their players? Like in FPL, you got to know when to get rid of people and when to bring people in. I'm sorry. I was late getting rid of Salah. If you can, in my opinion, and you two would, might fit into that category, if you continue to stick with Salah, then you are stupid right
1: now. Oh, my goodness. So You I, are hateful. That is hateful. Because I just gave you the scores to explain <laughs> my why.
0: My, my dumb opinion that no one cares about.
1: I,
2: listen, I... There is no, like I said last week, there is no one that will make you turn into a chicken faster than Mo Salah. And I, every time I had the, even this week, where I was like, I had an option. And I was like, I can either send out the guy with the the better matchup playing at home or the guy in a terrible matchup uh, who's playing the best defense in football. Sure. I said, I'm going to take my chance. The guy that has terrible form, I is playing the bad team at home, is going to get me something. And he didn't. And the other guy did. I know. And it was the worst it was one of the worst single moves of my season. Non-move. Non-move moves th- of <laughs> my season. And so I have I have kicked around the idea of selling Salah to go to Bruno. Like that's where I am in like recovering I'm my... shocked
1: you sent Bruno out, regardless of the Derby.
2: I am too. That that is one player that I think for me is
1: him, Bruno, and Kane. Swallow, man. <laughs> <I> know, seriously, <laughs> was it that obvious? Yes, <laughs> was that obvious? Yes, yes, it was.
0: If there's one move that I would would not make, it's it's Bruno and Kane. Those two are, are like non sellables for me. Do have we ever come up with a name? No, for it's, that? like look, a, like a non-transferable. And yet, people
1: have sent out both at some which, point, point.
0: and you did, and which and, and, and I and I get it, like your reasoning. That you just said a minute. First of all, I'm not is, the
2: I'm easily not the first person to do that. No. And for and for a lot of reason even heading into look, prior to scoring a penalty against Manchester City, which is probably as unthinkable of a thing that could have happened, he had gotten he had gotten you the three the one point bonus in one in, match week. In two in a terrible matchup against Chelsea, which is they got the same result against Chelsea that they did the the previous time. And then a great matchup at Crystal Palace, where he also looks tired and gets you nothing.
0: But, the, the, but that, so, was two, that was right. one week. The two matches in one week. Look at the results before that. 12, 9, right. 7, Right, against 17. Newcastle,
2: against West Brom, and gets you a goal against Everton, which is as close to a top-six Performance points. as you've gotten against against Bruno for from, from, from Bruno Fernandez that's points. been the point. Points are points. It's Manchester City. The idea that you expected Bruno Fernandez to get you anything other than a two against Manchester City, Dave, is stupid. Okay. And I think that is that's you played you played him this week hoping that he would get something more than two. In in
0: fairness, I did say it in the pod last week. I said. I think we discussed it and I said look I'd start Bruno he's got a penalty in sure. here Sure. <laughs> okay, so, right. like I did You're right.
2: And now and look, then and then this week they have to play against the team you just said no team in the top 4 wants to play against West Ham United and they're going to play at home against West Ham. I'm like on. so I'm still going to play him. Sure, of course you are, because 60% of FPL is going to play him. I'm going to put
0: my dumb mouth where my money is. Last week, I buried Salah on the farthest part of my bench. Yeah. I started Bruno. Right. I lucked up. I happened to be right Right. last week. Okay? I agree with you. Your logic was better. You sold Bruno. And started solid. It was,
2: it was. Your logic was better. It wasn't even, and it's not, and it's not even at that point, it's not like, well, this is going to work out. It's completely, because of the quality of player, it's a, it is, it is entirely a calculated risk. It's knowing like, of course, this guy can get something every single game. It's just that against big, the top six opponents, he just hasn't done it. Sure. So, and then not only that, it's Manchester City that seem to have find a way to come back in every game seems to to find a way defensively to shut down everyone. And he kicks a penalty in the first, like, might as well have been, like, in second two of the game. Like, it was so early on where it was like, are you serious already? Because then at that point, it's, you know, you already know that Salah has gotten you nothing. So that, that it's entirely, like, look, I'm, of course, looking back on it now, like, I wish I hadn't done it. I also wished two weeks ago I had taken a minus 20 and brought in Kane, Bale, Son. Like, I wish I had just made that mega move because then I wouldn't feel so bad. I sure. would have gotten Bale's points this week instead of, of Sala's points oh. or, or, or Bruno's points. Like, there, there's just a lot of ifs about this. So Understood.
1: I do have a crush on Scott Parker's coat. That coat was really nice. Really The nice. inflatable coat? Oh, it was. It was. It was a beautiful coat. We've already been discussing Manchester's uh, at length here. City nil, United two. Is Luke it, Shaw essential for anyone wild carding, or maybe not even hell, wild carding? Yes. Luke yes. Shaw, look, look, is he I, is he healthy still? Two not to-
0: huge regrets that I had. and I said this, Brian, uh, earlier in the day, either today or yesterday. Two huge regrets that I have that I didn't make five weeks ago, or or, or close to that. When DCL got healthy, I brought him back instead of Rasharlison. I regret that. And then, for whatever reason, I went with Juan Basaka, and I didn't go to Luke Shaw. And when I did, I remember Luke Shaw had been like splitting games with TELUS for, yeah. for a
2: there few There was weeks. a couple of games and, where where Shaw so came got, off early for TELUS. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, I got gun-shy. And so I made that move mainly based on consistency, and I lost. Like, if I could do it today. If I wild carded today, I would literally change Juan Basaka for Luke Shaw. Period.
2: I brought in Luke Shaw in game week.
0: Smart move. Just hang on. It doesn't even matter. It's a smart move. It, it doesn't was. Matter. It was
2: late. So, but I brought him in on my wild card going, going into game week twenty four. Yes, as you should have. Very and good. And so, but yeah, just to go back to. FPL America, the article. I mean, that's last week I said that about Shaw, that if there's lots of players, every year there's someone that has such a, like, suck it haters kind of season. Almost no one is doing that more than Luke Shaw this season. Like, I just think for somebody who is so, like, he he was so buried as far as any, like, not just for Manchester United fans, I just think generally the thought was like, like, jokes about his either weight or his performance, even that we've made on this show, right. that are just completely in jest, have nothing to do with that kind of, And we're not genuinely making fun of the guy. Sure. Obviously, he's a world-class athlete. But the idea that now, like, he... Two weeks ago, the discussion on the... Like, during the match is, is he their second-best player this season? Bruno Fernandez clearly is their most important piece. Is Luke Shaw their second most, most important piece? Like, he might be. Yeah. Like, week in and week out, He's, this at this part just, of the season has just been awesome. Every single game. and And then, you know, of course, gets a goal here again on my second bench spot.
1: <laughs> and on the city side of the ball, don't overthink this, right? Don't overthink this.
0: No, but I, I'm I'm interested. As soon as I can get uh, without it costing me it, a negative. It's four, not Gundogan's leaving. Like it's when not, I wild wait, card. Just, Gundogan won't be in my
1: team. Just go back to
2: the Manchester United side of the ball. Just Marcus Rashford getting hurt, having an ankle injury that's like an a, a like an indefinite injury right now. That's not great. I just think if it, it might like as long as you know Pogba being out too, and Cavani being a injury. If yeah, for a lot of this there's and there's, Anthony and Anthony Martial being non-trustworthy,
0: Danny James.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> he is very fast. He is very is He's he is threatful. he is he Welsh, or is that he just came from Swansea, Wales? <laughs> oh, he is Welsh.
0: He is Welsh. uh Brian, look at you.
2: Do you think that Dan James is a replacement for Marcus Rashford or for Edinson Cavani or for Paul Pogba or He's... for all their other players that are? Forward he's going. looked fun. Yeah, of course he's a blast. <laughs> he, that's why I said. He runs super fast. I'm not fast. going
0: to him, but he looks fun.
2: Right. I'm just saying Marcus Rashford being injured, just the hope is hopefully he's not as injured. I just think that has an impact on what they're able to do offensively.
1: Can I move off this match?
2: You can go to Manchester City for one second just okay. to say no one was more creative this week so far than Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne created eight chances for his team, eight attempted assists. De Bruyne, De Bruyne, the most already this week. It's three more than Connor Townsend had for West Brom, and he still has a match to play against Southampton. It's K- just that I just wonder if if KDB, if if KDB is not a is not a stronger consideration. I know he's by transfers in is a strong consideration. I just wonder if you're going to see him back to his like. KDB, best De Bruyne. Yes,
1: Kevin De Bruyne. I believe it or not, I could go. I feel much. I mean, this may be thank you, Captain. An obvious statement here, but I feel so much more uh, comfortable going from solid to KDB, solid to
2: KDB than anyone else. Feels like a, a move that is not going to hurt
1: you. Yeah, that one I feel like I could do, and and I will say having him in that same price range. Matters, it matters. Yeah, especially if I don't have anywhere else that I need to spend the money I would gain going down if I sell Sala.
2: Your wild card should be Gundogan out, Sala out, De Bruyne in, someone else cool in, Dave.
0: Maybe there you all go. All right. I haven't. I'm not sure I've owned De Bruyne all year. I don't know if I'm going to start now. He he needs to show me some things.
1: I had him to start the season, and then he got hurt. You don't care about Maraz? No. no.
2: All right.
0: No, I, 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 as much as it would pain me to say, uh, I probably would lean towards Scott's opinion of Mares at this point.
1: Okay. Chelsea two, Everton nil. I don't know to this day what Thomas Tuchel's rationale is for his lineup choices. This time it was no Rudiger, no Mount. That has FPL relevance, but it's still work. It's still working. Everything
0: yeah. he's doing at the moment is work.
1: I think what he's doing is he's saying, all right the seven best players today you get to stay for the next match and then the other four you're out and then each match he's doing that and that's you know how what he's, he's doing too.
0: though honestly i think this is just kind of old school manager move is i'm going to start whoever i want to start and you don't know who i'm going to start so you got to give me everything in every training period and every game that you get a chance to play in and if you don't give me that, then you won't play at all.
2: There is a...
0: Right? Like, like well, he owes nothing to any of the current players. True, 100% and, true. And there's
2: only one guy who's benefiting from all... Well, two guys. There are two players that are benefiting from this. Mason you're, Mount. No, your guy. Your goalkeeper who you keep benching. Mendy. Damn right. Except... keep
1: benching. He did get benched one he match. He got
2: benched once so that they could give a nice ego boost... To Kepa. To Kepa. Oh. And... Freaking Dave Azpilicueta. Cesar (laughs) Azpilicueta keeps being (laughs) the one guy. Thanks, Thanks, Brian. He's the only guy who's benefited by staying in every single match. Up to today, that was Rudiger and Dave Azpilicueta and Mendy, except not Mendy. But today was the official end of the Rudiger consistency of starts. Mm Mm-hmm. Azpilicueta is the guy. But all those other guys like Alonzo back in today. Reese James starts again today. Chilwell's the odd man out here. Mm -hmm. Chilwell can't barely even sniff the pitch. Scott, I
0: think I said today in our Slack channel, Slack sponsor us, is Tuchel
1: doing his best PepsiCo performance. No, there's no question. Think about this. What squad, what club in the Premier League, besides Chelsea, has the ability to do what City has? And the answer is no one. Chelsea is the only club that has the players yeah. capable of pretending like they're Manchester City, essentially being too deep at every position, right? Chelsea is the only club yeah. that is too deep and more. I mean, they're three deep up front. Three deep and, and striker for sure. They are too Two, deep at least at every position. And, and Tuchel and, is picking and, a lineup
0: Scott, that want, acts like I it. I want to bring this up because Brother Matt put this out on our Slack channel. Slack sponsor us. He did it again. That uh, nope. Chelsea is has the least amount of minutes missed from players this year because of injuries. Listen,
1: I'm trying to avoid. Ev- is that I, is I that a
0: surprise?
1: Yeah, no, it's not a surprise right? based on results because there has been no more devastating issue because Liverpool's been the most for. But look at the top six in terms of minutes lost due for to sure. injury or illness. All of them are struggling. Based on where you would compare them to or expect them to be, they're all struggling. Nothing hurts a club like injury. Yep. Period. Yep. Th- this year, that has been especially true. It's it's two things with injuries. It's significant players out, and then it's the number of players sure. out. Sure. Right. It's the Grealish and Zaha effect on one side, and Virgil on one side, and then it's just Newcastle with six red triangles in defense, right. and Sheffield with. Eight players out right. this past weekend. Right. And it's, I mean, that's what it is. Well, Nothing hurts worse than injury. Chelsea is healthy, like City, and they are as deep as City. And therefore, Tuchel has the ability to say, you, 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 go. And they're performing. And even if they perform well, there's no guarantee they're going to keep playing. But they know if they don't play well, they're going to they, get Hudson Adoid. Yeah.
0: I, look, I can't I can't blame him for the way he's managing It's working.
1: But here's the thing. Here's what's different. Here's what's different with Chelsea than Manchester okay. City. We all sit here with max City players in our lineup, I think, or we have for most of the season. I have zero Chelsea players because no. the inability to predict is even worse right now for Chelsea. There is literally no rhyme or reason to what all Tuchel right. is doing, whereas I can maybe kind of see what one about, match to the next what Pep's going to do. What about Mendy? At this point... It is hard to use a free transfer on a goalkeeper. Understood. Yeah. If yeah. I am wild, yeah, carding, from Fraser Forrester moving. No, here. I'm just
2: saying as a as somebody who does not have Emiliano Martinez. Yes, okay, absolutely. Fair. I just think that has been, and I do have is, Martinez. Right, that has been such a
1: standard goalkeeper. So to not have him, yeah. If you have a desire by the way, to no shuffle. one who has Emiliano Martinez feels any ounce of regret about not having. Anyone else, including Ed Mendy. If you have Martinez, you are loving life and goal. So, I mean, that's that's who my starting goalkeeper is, and I don't plan on changing that. And even then, if I was struggling through two middling goalkeepers, it's really hard to use a free transfer on a goalkeeper. Now, anyone who's wild-carding, think about it. But even then, I'd say save the money and go to Martinez.
2: When their fixtures turn in their favor, I think it's like around week 31 or 32 or something. I have a feeling there's going to be a bigger push and and which would mean if you wanted to get in earlier you would do that coming out of game week 29. So kind of regardless of opponent after mm-hmm. after the blank in 29. It's that, West
1: Brom, Crystal Palace, Brighton.
2: Right. So those three coming out of there having anyone from their team. I mean that If you're be, wild
1: carding after the the minimal game week 29, it's going to be a temptation. There's no question. But right. even then you're praying your Chelsea guy or guys play two out of those three matches. Yeah, for oh, sure. Boy.
2: And the and the no one today. I mean the the reviews are in, and I'll let me tell you, no one performed better today than Kai Havertz yeah. for for Chelsea. And so just seeing like not only you know probably his best game for Chelsea yet, but he played. So a couple of weeks ago, the issue. This is you know this is kind of out there. Football, Football.London in particular just talked about how this is exactly what Tuchel had said about Kai Havertz, which was the criticism of the way Lampard used Kai Havertz, which is, is he playing in his best, most effective position? And Tuchel said, he's, he's, he's comfortable in the box, comfortable in high positions, he's, uh, he's between a 9 and a 10. So playing him as a false 9 was is the thing that Tuchel had said even before he was getting minutes of like this is how I see him plays him there today and he was an absolute terror. Yeah, probably a, kind of, you know a bit unlucky not to get a goal in addition to two assists. Mm-hmm. That is a guy like if there was a guy that could completely shift the season narrative for Kai Havertz to end as like a guy on the rise starting at the end of the season, that would be the most like such a perfect story. I'm almost rooting for it, which then you just say like, what a, what a wild card of a fun player to have in the later parts of the season.
1: And this is a complete wild card of a club. Yeah. Brighton one, Leicester two, why can't Timo Werner kick a ball into the net? I know. He's got to be the disappointment of the season, potentially. For sure. Um, so, Lester get the win here uh, in, in the most Brighton of fashions. Uh, I was shocked by the fact that over the last two game weeks, Jamie Vardy scored six fantasy points. Ian Nacho has scored 20. Ian Nacho, since Harvey Barnes is out, and
2: obviously Iose Perez is not a consideration here, Ian is not a crazy consideration. Not just because... And they play Sheffield next week. That's, no, that's a low-risk striker to have. And I know it's a one-week thing. It's you just know, you don't so hard I, with Vardy there. I know. You
1: either own Vardy or you feel weird having a Leicester forward that's not Vardy.
2: 20 points for Ian Acho <laughs> in the last three matches. Only Richarlison and Kane have more than him. In the last three weeks.
1: To be clear, I'm not going there. I just found it fascinating yeah, that that was the I'd, case. I'd... Uh, your boy. This is not a baseball podcast, mm. but it looked like he was in spring training and a little rusty, swinging a miss there for Robert Sanchez, leading to uh, one of those goals. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
0: Sanchez uh, hasn't <laughs> hasn't done me any. In solids. a segment
2: we like to call Brighton <laughs> Defense. <Yeah>. WTF. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else on this
1: match before we move on? Whose swing and miss was better?
0: Uh Sanchez or Monet's?
1: It's just that it's, I mean, Sanchez's was was <laughs> much more devastating.
2: It's just that Brighton look, courtesy of uh of FPL Twitter and uh FPL uh FPL world uh stat provider, uh big man Bacher. Whose threads weekly are, are, are as important to FPL as anything else that's out there. It's just a number. The, Brighton is first in the league at home for big chances conceded. They're better than Manchester City for wow. big chances and and XG at home. XG. They've been yeah XG. They've been they've been one. We've talked about this forever. They have been one of the best defensive teams for the season. They are in the top five in every category. It's just that for that for that run there for a month and a half, they weren't giving up little cheapy goals. And so, uh, yeah, I don't blame you, Dave, for starting Sanchez at home against a what feels like That's a pretty wrong. toothless Leicester City team. So, yeah, of course, the goal scorers for Leicester are, are Kelechi Ianacho, and Daniel Amarty. <laughs> right. Amarty who, by the <laughs> way, at 3.9 was subbed in a few weeks ago when Johnny Evans got injured. Mm-hmm. So Johnny Evans should be back against Sheffield just so, just so it's so not like, Hey, don't wild card. Right. In the 3. We're not, 9 we're not going to Daniel Amardi. It's just that like, if you did three weeks ago, like sure. Oh, whatever. Good <laughs> then you're happy. Sure. But other than that, did you actually play uh, Evans, Johnny Evans should be back. Daniel Amardi, uh, congratulations on your goal this week. Um, the one guy that I just want to give a, A shout-out again to Joel Veltman. Just that in this now where uh, Brighton have the matchups that you like Mm -hmm. uh, in the next few weeks, the next two weeks for sure, especially because they play Newcastle in the blank week 29. Just a reminder, lots of people are going to go to dunk because he's the name. Uh, Dan Byrne and Joel Veltman are 4.2 and 4.3. That is ridiculous, ridiculous. But when
1: does Callum Wilson come back?
2: Callum Wilson is not back until after this is like end of the month.
1: All right, perfect. So, so I don't think load it, up on and, Brighton defense for Newcastle. And this
2: is Newcastle with like you saw this week, wow, toothless. Newcastle with no Almeron and no Alan Saint Maximan. Even if even if if what
1: did Callum, we say about
2: injuries earlier? Even if Callum Wilson's back, I, does it matter? So I Newcastle's just Newcastle's high on your list.
1: Oh, I know. I'm just saying. Th- th- I mean, this that's a crazy front three to be out. All at one time.
2: Since game week 23, Joel Veltman is in the top five for touches in the opposition box. He has the most shots of any defender in the FPL. He's tied with Marcus Alonso and Trent Alexander-Arnold since game week 23 for shots. This this feels like the weirdness of Stuart Dallas earlier in the season where he was just dominating statistically and was kind of a low-owned player. Veltman, who now we know has no competition from Tariq Lamptey. Tariq Lamptey out for the remainder of the season. He's having surgery on his hamstring. This is the Lamptey replacement. And this guy is top five in touches in the box, shots, shots on target, shots in the box, big chances. Like every statistical category, it's Veltman all the way down. Just just want to say. You heard uh, it here. League Diane. Amazing wrong. move to get him weeks and weeks ago. Sucks that it hasn't paid off in the last few weeks, but still, this is it a will. guy who, uh, it will. for the next two, you really love.
1: nil, Wolves, nil. The crossbar gets all three points in this match.
2: Man, Ollie Watkins can't also kick a ball into the net.
1: Uh, was it Connor Cody who missed from one and a half yards out? Yeah. From the Sterling spot? Yeah, I mean, how yeah. do you, how it's it, one of those spots, Dave, where you've said it in years past, where it's harder to miss from there than it is to make it. No doubt, that was rough. And Very by easy. the way, I I'm really glad Jack Grealish protected his chin. For those who were uh, live <laughs> in attendance in this match, he he wore that chin guard real really well. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Also,
1: the the hoodie was nice too.
2: Um, Connor Cody. Did I mention
1: I really like Scott Parker's coat? Yeah. That's what a professional looks like. You did earlier to All tonight,
2: right. Yeah. Um, we're we're on Wolves and Villa, is that right? Yeah, Village I'm just or...
1: comparing Jack Grealish to Scott Parker. It's just Parker.
2: that I don't know. I mean, Aston Villa obviously doesn't have any. They're the same. They don't have any offensive answers, but defensively they stay tight enough and kind of luck into a clean sheet here. Connor Cody's the one from Wolves that FPL Scout has tipped to be a threat here soon. Two big chances in mm. this match doesn't, I mean he gets you all three bonus points, which is probably the biggest thing. Amazing. But since Game Week twenty five, Connor Cody is fourth of for score, for defender scoring wow. in FPL points. Twenty four points since Game Week twenty five. And they got Newcastle this week. They do play uh or they play sorry, Liverpool this week, so I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. Mm. They, you know, nothing in game week twenty nine, and then West Ham and Fulham coming out of the out of the you know game week twenty nine after that layoff. So it's not ideal. But look, I'll just say this: this all for the. I don't know when this is going to change. <laughs> Wolves makes everything worse. Wolves offensively, like they're such a, they're so not, like I, I don't know, they're not clinical. They can't really get the goals consistently, so you don't like anything about them offensively. And they're just good enough defensively that they ruin whoever is playing against them. So it's just like, nil-nil, if this had been 1-1, if this had been 2-2, any of the results would have been completely fine. (laughs) The fact that it's a nil-nil here is good for people who own Emiliano Martinez, and that is it.
1: West Brom nil, already mentioned Newcastle nil. I don't even have anything I want to say about this match other than Deanya's, uh Baggy's blue hair color is, is washing out, you can tell. And then the whole thing with Steve Bruce and Matt Ritchie. Absolutely nothing that's FPL relevant, clearly.
2: No, just that West Brom and Sam Johnston continue, the defense continues to be the man collectively. Just that like Kyle Bartley must be crushing in points <laughs> per pound right now that is a crazy he's one of those guys he's there four he's 4.4 he's 0.4% owned or whatever it is Connor Townsend gets you all three bonus points here. Can't pull the trigger on it. There's no defender. Well, Ainsley Maitland Niles is who I brought in this week. He was one of my transfers, and it's that has everything to do with him playing as a midfielder. He's not. He is legitimately. He he is Lundstroming. Yeah, by actual position. So Maitland Niles at four point six is a is someone I actually went for. It's the only good thing I did this week uh, because they got the result that you kind of hope for. But other than that, I mean, I just don't. Yeah, there's. I think it's just disappointing if you went for Dianya, if he went for mm-hmm. Pereira or whoever. That's sure. that's it. But it's all defense. I don't. I don't get so. it.
1: If you did, I just don't.
2: Um, we do we want to have a, a short segment for the end of the the official feels like the end of the Carl Darlow era in goal for Newcastle. Is He's he still is around Dubrov. It, well, no, just a, a Darlow Dubrovka, fact. Dubrovka's back oh. for the last two matches and.
1: Carl Darlow is not out there. So just Steve Bruce is sorry. Darlow angry about this. Steve Bruce. I mean, there is like a regression, a manager regression as you were, you know, working your way towards the sack. And at one (laughs) point it, like that one of the levels is, you know, training, you know, training bust up with a player yes, and then blame players in press conference. Yeah. And, you know, that's, I mean, Steve Bruce is checking those boxes quick right now. Um,
2: Newcastle have Villa. They have to go to Brighton in 29. Then they play Spurs at home. Then they're at Burnley. So these next four matches are Mm -hmm. matches where you look at and you say, this is as good of a chance as we're going to have to get anything. Because after Burnley, they go West Ham, Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester, Manchester City. Yeah. That is after they play the four teams I just named. Villa's no pushover. Brighton defensively have been pretty tough. Spurs are realizing themselves. <laughs> and then and then they have to play at Burnley. And then so they All go right. through those four and then they go through that stretch I said from mid April to mid May. Yep. I have a this prediction. Is...
1: I have a prediction. Okay. Newcastle finished nineteenth.
2: It surely certainly could happen.
1: Yep. They, Newcastle this, finishes
2: 19th. This schedule for them—if they get nothing in the next four weeks—it's
1: over. That is it. It's over. Uh, speaking of over, Sheffield nil, Southampton two. Can I give you my Chris Wilder quote of the week? Heck yeah! Manager quote of the week. Every once in a while, comes from Chris Wilder, my uh, my favorite Premier League manager. He's such a he's such a such a great leader, <laughs> leader of men. <laughs> uh-huh. He said after the match. And I quote, there's so many things we need to address. We need to keep our best players. There's a couple who need to go. They have to go at the end of the season. I'd like to shake it up quicker. We looked like we'd run our race. The hand I'm getting given at the moment is a tough one. With some of the players we have to go with, I haven't really got an answer for anybody. We have to regroup and go again. It's a tough gig. End quote. Yeah, that's true. He's checking some boxes. He's also, gig. yeah, it is a tough gig
2: at Sheffield.
1: When the injuries are, quite, are real. When you were almost in the Europa League last year, his ability to lead is not. Anything else we want to say? Southampton, you know, the, uh, the Saints yeah, you have the, gave you something.
2: That Danny Ings is out until after the international break. And can this Southampton team find anything at all? Or is this a team worth targeting? Uh, you know, they have to play yes. Manchester City, so bad timing. Losing their, you know, their main guy here. Then they play Brighton in 28. Then they're blank in 29. After 29, the Southampton schedule eases up uh, uh, considerably. So I don't know. It's like James Ward-Prowse gets you a penalty here. Che Adams scores because he always scores against Sheffield. Fraser Forster. That was the big to me. That's Ooh. the biggest thing is, yeah. the, is that Forster was people fans screaming for Forster to get a shot. And he did. Mm-hmm. And McCarthy, even though uh, Hasenhudel says he wasn't doing a bad job, no. Frazier Forster in goal again. And this is uh, yet another good performance for the Southampton defense.
1: Be interesting to see how they do against City. We don't know uh, as we are recording, but it'll be interesting to see how that match ends up midweek. I hope it's 6 0. <laughs> With 19 <laughs> saves for <from> Forster. <laughs> All right, Dave, uh, as we look to game week 28, we have a full uh, assortment of matches. Who are You've already made some moves. Uh, tell us again what your transfers were. Are you planning, uh, planning on making any more?
0: I made one transfer that was Salah out, bail in. I, I love the brag and how awesome that was, but honestly, I feel like most people are doing that. I do not love my squad in week, game week 28.
2: It, there's not it, a lot it, to, it li- but there's not like a lot a to like. There's not a lot to like about the matchups here. I period, feel like there's like, a lot of matchups that you look at from, especially from the heavy hitters, and just like Spurs
0: eh, it's Arsenal. Not, eh, right. There's not a lot of heavy hit- hitters in Arsenal, anyways. But like, I don't know. I don't feel great about my Spurs guys. Uh, United at West Ham, or home to West Ham. Eh, look, City's playing at Fulham. Okay, we all know the Fulham thing. Yeah, sure. Maybe City scores two on them. Are they gonna? like smash three on them? Probably not. They'll probably get the one. That's what people do to Fulham. Like I, I just, and then Leeds guys are playing home to Chelsea. I,
2: Yeah. Which to me, that's like, I right now as my lot. and not to, the not to I steal feel, your time is I have Rafinha in. That's it of right. any player. Like, I just don't feel like, like I trust anyone. I have, in that
0: I have Dina and Calvert-Lewin currently at the moment home to Burnley that I feel okay about.
2: Yeah, that's okay.
0: I don't, but I, I just don't love my matchups this week. And Lingard can't play against United, so he's benched. So
1: good note though. Good note. Jesse um, Lingard Captain though,
0: if you're gonna ask me, honestly, I'd probably just go with Fernandez and just keep rolling with uh Captain Bruno. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Very good, Brian. Yeah, I made like I said, I made my moves. Part of it is in preparation for Game Week twenty nine. Part of it was to make up money so that I could go from Rasharlison to Kane. Uh I don't love selling Richarlison going into the Burnley matchup, but if it's to get Kane, I feel like it's a a move worth making this week. Um which like I said, that required me then to go from uh I mean Burnley after the after week twenty nine, Burnley's matchups are okay again, but um by the way, your smartest money this
0: week on Captain, even though I can't make myself go there, is Kane. He always seems to score against Arsenal as much as it pains me to say that. Sure. So I'm, sure like, that, I'm sure that I'm sure that's, that's a, the smartest money.
2: I'm sure that's a goal scoring. That's just the, this is who historically has been very good. I don't know though, man, I like it's a way what, for what that's worth at this point. Spurs have Little. tended to play better in their stadium though, this season than they have away. They just, if for whatever reason they mm-hmm. just have. So I look, I am sure he could score. Uh, my captain's on Salah right now, which is nuts. Crazy. Person. That might be the dumb. That might be person. the most insane dumb mass move of the week. That
1: might be the most insane thing. But although no one is else is doing it. it,
0: it's not a yeah. mass move. It's just a dumb move. <laughs>
1: it's awesome.
0: Sure. Currently, good. the
1: C's on Kane. Uh, I'm not which, gonna overthink I, it. I, Haven't been overthinking it so far, and then it worked out well in uh, game week 27. So it's there right now. Two free transfers. This might be the game week finally where I spend both of them rather than carry one over uh, into the next week, which I've been doing for the last month or so. But uh, at this point, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I feel pretty weak in defense. I also have a couple moves in midfield I'd like to make. This is the classic week where I would probably play my wild card. And yet, with game week 29 upcoming and a you know squad of eight or nine guys already that are going to play in game week 29... I don't want to do that yet. So we'll see uh, We'll see what happens. Taking a look at our uh, FPL America podcast mini-league, things have uh, been shaken up at the top a little bit. That's what Captain Kane will do uh, after Game Week 27. Uh, Dan, the guy with three player names in his team, uh, Me, Cooks, Ailing, <laughs> Dan,
0: is yes. the new number
1: one after Game Week, tw- well, as we're sitting here, Game Week 27. Uh, with one match still to play. Uh, Jason, team touchdown, drops to number two. And then there's a tie for third. Bo, he wants to be leads, is still there in the top three. Oh. Tied with some someone whose team name is uh, Old, Old Man Milner. Old Man Milner, Milner. Uh, yeah.
0: one Scott Wiebe.
2: That's a name that's familiar to the people sitting in this room. That's uh, a strong name and wow. a name that is uh, creeping up.
0: Wow, 10 points behind the current leader at the moment. It's true. You got any more players in the field here? You got any city players? Got three
1: city players. Okay. We'll see if they play.
0: All right. Does uh, does Meek Cox, Ailing, uh, have any players going? You got three city players, probably the same three as you, Cancelo, Stones, and Gundawan.
1: We have two of the same three. We both have Stones and Gundawan. I have Diaz. He has Cancelo.
0: Okay. All right. Let's see what happens. This is fun.
1: But it's, uh, we're, we're getting into the business end of the season now, gentlemen. 11 game weeks left to be played. Uh, most clubs have played 28 matches, though, and only have 10 left to play. And so uh, we're getting into the business end of the season now. Lots of fun. Hopefully you got some advice, maybe more than you can uh, do something with. But that tends to be the case with our podcast. Gentlemen, it's been a blast. Continue to follow us on social media. Things might be a little light this coming weekend as uh, we all kind of, it's one of those weekends as spring is approaching where we have plans uh, individually. Uh, but we will be sure to do what we can on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, just look for FPL America or FPL America Podcast. And then uh, on our Patreon site again at patreon.com slash FPL America.
0: Well said for the FPL America Podcast. This is David Smith. Until next time.